Uh, I'm very pleased to welcome Carl Ludrod back to uh, the Pocket Mastermind podcast today. Uh, welcome back, Carl. Thank uh, you. It's really good to speak to you again. Um, yeah. I had a the, really good time last time, so I'm yeah, no, it's really to good. Yeah. Yeah, there's some. Um, it hasn't been a huge amount of time, but it seems like quite a lot still seems to manage to happen in the world <laughs> in between our in between our conversations. Yeah, definitely. We that. woke up yeah. to a new world. Uh, like it, it really feels like a huge difference just compared to a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting to see everything start to spring back into life and people people mingling, and then obviously there's there's all sorts of uh, other issues going on. Uh, from the states that spread around the rest of the world, which has meant um, huge groups of people are now mingling for for demonstration purposes, and it'll be interesting to see what the knock-on effect of that will be in a from a, a COVID perspective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and just of, just yeah, to see on. that uh, there is so many businesses that are back on track mm. or online, sort of yeah. like they are they're starting up again and they're no longer in a lockdown. Yeah, but also to see the energy and the, the, the willpower throughout the community. Like everybody just want everything to be back and working, not go back to normal because I don't think anyone expected to mm-hmm. be as it was before, but to make sure that we don't suffer sort of anymore yeah. and that these business owners don't have to uh, close down their businesses. Yeah, absolutely. I, yesterday morning I went for um, a walk around London around Camden area and it's it's good to see more people around and more um, small businesses starting to open uh, independent coffee shops um, even some market stores starting to to come back to life so there's definitely yeah. a feeling of, of 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 things like you say not necessarily returning back to normal but going back to operation and whatever that's going to start to look like over the the next three six twelve months I suppose yeah yeah, and no, I think everybody can do their part. Like me, for example, I I have all this experience and and I know that I can help many businesses to find clients in new new ways and, and especially through different online methods and, and channels. So I'm I'm talking to my network and telling people that I will give away a free, uh, free online growth consultation to help businesses that are uh, not used to, especially the ones that are not used to working online, to actually find new clients and and broaden their uh, their potential income, basically. Yeah, and it's a, it, I'd imagine there's a lot of businesses who, up until this point, have still remained largely, you know, physical sales and 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 not embraced the online as much as as some of the other you know newer businesses that probably started in that area so yeah yeah it's, it's a it's a different skill set isn't it for yeah uh, for sure and and it's not easy i mean just trying to google about it and you'll find so many different advice uh, to follow and like yeah you really need to do this and that but in reality uh, you really need to start where your customers are and understand who your potential future customers are like do do an analysis and understand the personas that are interested in your uh, your type of product and your offering yeah that's a, a, and that's something i think um it's probably a, a step that doesn't always get as much attention as it probably could do 
Um, no, and, and I think it's connected to that there's so many businesses around uh, yeah. that try to sell their whatever they are offering. And obviously, they will always say that their offer is the best one on the market. Yeah. Like you should always do Facebook ads. No, you, should, you really should not always do Facebook ads. Oh, if your customers on aren't on there, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's tons of customers that don't use Facebook. So obviously, if your customer group don't use Facebook, then that's not the, the way to go. No. And, and there's so many other things that, uh, that I basically cover in these free sessions with, with business owners. So if there's any listeners that are interested in that, then just reach out to me. Yeah, definitely. I think, again, that, that, just that first step alone is going to be is so invaluable um, because it will stop anybody wasting, wasting money um, trying to talk to people that aren't, aren't listening, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's so easy to get in, connect, in contact with someone that uh, that really just want to sell their thing, yeah. Instead of just uh, understanding you as a business and your, uh, especially understanding your customers uh, and what they're looking for and where where they look for what they need. Yeah, definitely. And you know, something we we were speaking about a little bit earlier and coming through all of this this COVID stuff and and the adaptation and, and needing to, to change the way we do business, you know, both as individuals, but as, as organizations, um, it links very much into the mindset side of things, right? How, how do, how do people get to that first point of, of, un, of processing all of this, uh, and then deciding how to go forwards. And I know you've spoken a lot about, um, mindset and tools to do the impossible and on your, on your TEDx talk. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be good to dig into a bit into the psychology and the mindset around, you know, all, it's kind of resilience, isn't it really to kind of come through this adapt change and, and, and come out and thrive on the other side. Yeah, definitely. But also we're sort of, all of us are sort of in the same mm. boat or in the same situation where it's so easy to get, get blinded by all these difficulties and all these challenges and, and the financial problems that uh, the entire world are coping with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the very simple, simplest thing to start with is to only focus on the positive things. The only focus on the things that you can do. Like, it's so easy for the mind to get controlled by all these negative emotions and, and situations. But if you start to, you don't need to block them out, but don't get uh, blinded by them and just always remind yourself, okay, so what is it that I can do? Always think of the question, what can I do? Not mm-hmm. what can't I do? And you will actually figure out that there's tons of things that you can do. That you can do and by focusing on the things you can do, you will take small steps closer to that impossible thing that you are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way. Never, yeah. ever focus on the impossible part. No, you're because you're, you're, your brain's very good at finding all the, way, all the ways you can't do things, all the, all the stuff you don't know and uh, yeah. all the reasons why things won't work out. That's, 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 <laughs> that's our challenge, isn't it, to overcome that part of the brain that, that plants the doubt in the back of your mind. Yeah, exactly. 
like all these things that we naturally don't enjoy. Like, for example, most people don't like account, uh, doing their accounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will find ways to basically not have time to go through all the, the financial details that you need to go through as a, as a business founder or, or when you file your, for your taxes and tax returns and so on. Um, and, and I find myself in situations where I started to like wipe the floor or whatever, like, Anything, okay, so man. what's going on right now? <laughs> Who took control of my body and why am I not doing what I should do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the mind is always taking these shortcuts to always try to, to control you in one way or another. Mm. And that is also something that I wrote quite much about in the book, uh, hacking your destiny mm-hmm. that me is not really one thing. There's so many different systems interacting inside of me that also affect the other systems and can override decisions that uh, these other systems have made. Mm-hmm. And the more you understand that, the easier it will go in these difficult situations and, and the, to overcome different struggles and challenges. To actually understand that your mind might, act, might actually be lying to you in some situations, or it might take shortcuts that you didn't, that you didn't control. Mm-hmm. And so what kind of tools have you used yourself to get, you know, that, that kind of procrastination, I guess, is that what you would probably call it when you, you know, you've got a job to do and you're doing everything else but doing that particular job to avoid it because you know, I don't know, you don't enjoy it. You're not particularly good at it. Um, what, what kind of tools have you implemented in your own life to help you get past that point and, and do the stuff you really need to um, be doing? Yeah. The very first tool is, is the one that is like the back end of the entire book. And that is to ask questions. I ask questions to my, towards myself all the time. Like where, where am I? What am I doing? Why am I doing it? And am I really supposed to do this right now? Like always trying to figure out what took me to where I am, but also always going through the prioritization. Is this actually the right thing to do right now? Will this decision make me get to where my goal is the fastest and with the least amount of risk or with the most amount of, uh, knowledgeable, uh, outcome. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, do you have a planning process that you use? Do you, do you plan on a weekly basis or monthly, that kind of stuff? No. Um, uh, and I'm sure that many of the listeners don't agree with me on this one, but I I tend to not plan too much mm-hmm. because I want my mind not to be uh, held back by a strict uh, calendar mm-hmm. and rather try to go with where I feel the energy is flowing sort of. Mm-hmm. And also and- to, to always find inspiration and creativity because depending on how I slept and depending on what dreams I had and what, what things I did not solve yesterday or what things, um, what new ideas I came up with during the weekend or whatever that affects 
my my personal leadership mm-hmm. and it it uh, there's so many different things that's go uh, that's going on all the time that I can use mm-hmm. but also if I have this strict calendar or a strict uh, schedule to follow then I don't allow myself to actually make use of all these new things that always goes around around me yeah I think that's um I think it's something a lot of people wrestle with back and forth you know i do myself between planning and then like you say the the inspiration that comes which is never when you're trying to think of stuff it's normally while you're doing something completely different and then you've got to try and where does that fit in and and so it's interesting to get your take on that and be interesting to also learn a bit how you you know those when you're asking yourself those questions is that do you do that in the morning is you know how how do you then prioritize what you're going to do during, let's say, a particular day or a week, for example? Yeah. So I, I have different hacks for myself, sort of. Uh, I don't use to-do lists uh, in the way that most people use it. I don't have one endless to-do list with all the things that I have ever thought of, and then I just tick those boxes. Every now and then, I actually just remove my to-do list, mm-hmm. like delete it, literally. Because all the things that I don't remember in that to-do list, the time that's passed since I wrote them have actually made, made me be someone else than who I was at that point. And maybe I don't need to do those uh, any longer. Mm-hmm. But if I still have them in the to-do list, I, I will always believe that as I wrote them some, t- some days or weeks back, I actually do need to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every I, now and then I, I just <laughs> delete it. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I've definitely done something uh, similar in the past. I used to, you know, I, 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 I used to, every now and then I'd write a list and think all the stuff in my head, I'd write it down and then... Yeah a week later you may have done three or four things from it and the rest of it probably never needed to be to be done you can quickly revisit and see if there's anything that needed to be done yeah and then do it and if it didn't need to be like you say you can you can kind of move on from there yeah um, there's a one easy method if if uh, you use a windows computer mm-hmm. and that's to use notepad and don't save because every now and then your computer will blue screen and reboot or you run out of batteries or the Windows update will just all of a sudden reboot your computer. <laughs> and then you lost all the data. <laughs> and you, you'll definitely uh, force you then to take, it, yeah. take 10 minutes to figure out which, what's, what's important and what you need to get done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it could be seen as a stupid method, but still it's like, yeah, but still it's like, I think you have to find what works for you. Don't you? That's, that's the, yeah, that's definitely the key with all of this stuff. And, you know, and um, by doing so you actually elaborate and, and try different methods. Mm-hmm. Like when I use, uh, the to do app in my phone, I use it with the GPS positioning, uh, uh, lists. So mm-hmm. when I'm actually at the GPS position that I defined, uh, then the phone uh, have a push feature and okay. says, okay, so you're actually outside this store and you're supposed to buy these things. Hmm. So I don't need to remember to always 
have these uh, different to do's, but I, it actually reminds me automatically. And I love that feature. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a good tip because that way you don't have to keep checking because one of yeah. the classics is, you know, people write to-do lists and then never look at the to-do list anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, or you completely forget to look at it and you go past the shop that you were supposed to pick something up from, get yeah. home and then realize. So, yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. And in the end, again, uh, you should always actually really celebrate those achievements that you had every day. Because as you have a to-do list, you probably have this uh, function in your to-do list app to automatically archive whatever you mark as done. Mm -hmm. So you never see all the things you do. But if you, in the end of the day, go through all the things you've done, it will, it will positively affect your mindset. Like, okay, I actually made all these achievements. Yeah. And that is super important, especially when we talk about the impossible. Like, yeah. I think in most situations, the impossible is something big, but yes, you could work on that step by step. And as you see how you grow, it's mm. going uh, to gonna encourage you to, to work even harder. Yeah. And it's, it, it's definitely um, a step that isn't talked about enough, I think, is the, is the reviewing and it's part of the gratitude process, I think, that when you're able to take that time at the end of the day just to recognize where you have moved forwards, you gain a much greater sense of fulfillment, even if they're small tasks, then if you don't do that, I found you, 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 you're always looking forwards and it feels like you don't go anywhere. You're treading water and actually you're moving forwards and you're doing yourself a disservice. So yeah. And another great tip I think is to spend that time at the end of the day and review what you have been able to achieve. Yeah, for sure. And it's also, you know, something I've definitely picked up on, on this is don't, when you, a lot of people, when they first do a to-do list and I fell into this trap once before was you start writing down all of the nonsense, mundane tasks that you're going to do anyway, you know, yeah. eat breakfast. You don't need yeah. to write that. You don't need to write that stuff yeah. down. Yeah. All you're going to end up with is a thousand notifications every single day to say, you've got a task to do focus on the, you know, one or two meaningful things that you'd probably need to get done that was going to move you forwards and then be and then celebrate those as you as you tick them off rather than drown yourself in a whole bunch of things that are back to back thinking you're trying to book your diary every 15 minutes like someone like bill gates yeah exactly and then where would you go where would you move from that point onwards so if you look at you you know thinking about I've got to get these, these things done. How do you, how do you, how do you prioritize what you're going to do at any given time? Yeah. So as I was mentioning before, I always try to focus on the things that will make me run the fastest basically. Uh, and as you go about these different challenges that you're coping with, you will actually see that one thing at one in one particular time, might not be the thing that's making you go fast and the fastest, but as, as time change, it might change which, which task will make you run the fastest. Mm -hmm. So that's why I revisit the prioritization probably at least four times per day mm -hmm. uh, to see what actually is the most important thing right now. And it's also connected to my personal energy 
or my personal inspiration. Do I feel inspired enough to write a keynote presentation right now? No, I don't feel that I'm in the right zone, in the right mindset right now. Okay, so what does that mean? That means that it will take at least three times as much time to do a keynote right now. So what can I do instead? Okay, I can instead focus on the last presentation I made and and just say thank you to the organizers and push that in social media and stuff like that. And that will help me run towards my goal at, uh, the, much faster than just spending three times as much time on the, on the keynote that I was thinking of doing, that's as in, an example. Yeah, no, that's interesting because uh, you, it's, a, it's a good call out that you're not always in the right frame of mind to do maybe what's on the first on your list like you say i mean something that something like writing the keynote speech you need you need that uh creativity don't you the energy to be flowing to 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 deliver the best that you're going to be able to deliver and yeah. if you're in a bit of a i don't know you've had a late night or for whatever reason you're not not quite in the flow yeah it's, it's going to be painful it's like people that that write you know like yourself you've written four books i'd imagine that um, there's some days you sit down and think it's not going to come out today. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or, or when you written an entire day and you realize that this is just crap. <laughs> you just delete it. That's really frustrating. <laughs> but sometimes you've got to get that blockage out, haven't you? The yeah. Creative process, you know, musicians and, and, and artists and all sorts of stuff. You're never going to write a great song every time. You're never going to paint a great painting every time. You're never going to write a great speech every time. And, yeah. and all of these but, kind of things. But if you get it out, then at least it gets out of the way. And you know, yeah. to do on that. Yeah, and to add to that, it's really important to start. Even though you might feel that you're not ready to start, that you don't have the right spirit and feeling and everything, you still can write down some bullets. Because just like we discussed uh, before with the, the ideas and the things that you're looking for, the solutions you're looking for, they will never appear when you look for them. Mm-hmm. Or in many situations, they don't appear when you look for them. No. Um, and that is something that I discussed about, uh, uh, a bit in my second TED Talk about understanding the different ways your mind is operating. And that when you're processing things, your active mind will be trying to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And if you go away from that problem or this particular challenge, the mind actually hands over this situation to your subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind have a totally different toolbox. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, when you think you're not thinking of the, that particular problem, you find the solution. And that is because your subconscious mind have taken over and been working like crazy to solve this riddle or whatever it is. So don't be afraid of stepping back. So what I suggested just a couple of seconds ago to start by just adding a couple of bullets to a bullet list and then move away, that actually makes you start processing whatever it is that you're supposed to process and then hand over to your subconscious mind. Well, if you don't start, you don't hand over to the subconscious mind. Yeah, this is true. I think you, everyone probably, has, probably, without thinking about this, has probably experienced this at some at some point, and and obviously many probably quite conscious of it. But you're right. If you kind of 
you know, even this, you know, the simple, simple example is always when you can't remember someone's name and you think, well, God, yeah. what was their name? What was their name? And you go away and do something else and suddenly it springs yeah. into, into your mind. And it's the, exactly the same process. The subconscious is so powerful that it's working away while you're not thinking about it. Yeah, definitely. So that's one of the really, really good tools that I encourage people to make use of. And as we were talking about doing the impossible, look at those impossible tasks. Because as you look at it, you try to think of it from different angles. And now you actually opened up that Pandora's box uh, and realize that maybe you can break this impossible thing up into smaller chunks, mm -hmm. like separating the different pieces of, of uh, things that are needed to be done into smaller tasks. And as you do that, you'll find things that you can do, but also all the other things as you process them will be handing, uh, being handed over to the subconscious mind and step-by-step step you'll get closer to the goal. Mm -hmm. Do you have, um, do you have anything that you do? Do you go to step, do, when you step away, do you, try and do something, you know, something else that might be creative or just like a, I don't know, household chore or something that you found that works quite well for you? Yeah, I have an, uh, I have a lot of different things that I do. Uh, so when I, uh, when I really want to focus and stay in a creative mode, I use a special playlist that I created with music that really inspires me. Most people find that music quite strange. It's not music that you would normally really listen to but it opens up my mind in a different way. Interesting. What kind of music is it? It's very much uh, instrumental music mm -hmm. uh, or in some situations it might be some words and uh, those words are often not in a language that I know. <laughs> so I don't start to connect the dots in my mind, connected to yeah. that word and that situation that they're, that they're talking about in the song or whatever. That's a good and then yeah. also in some situations I'm really stressed mm -hmm. and I found so many different ways to handle stress uh, because again, I question my stress, stress levels. I question how I came to this situation and then I try to figure out different solutions to solve it. And one of the very best solutions that I use a lot is uh, lying on a mat of nails. Uh, really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, and, and I do it not every day, but almost every day. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and how did, you, how did you come by that? Um, probably trial and error. I've been trying so many different things <laughs> and, and in one's properly out of yeah, and, and in one situation, I, uh, I probably realized that, okay, so I, I was going to massage and, and get acupressure. Mm -hmm. I was reading up on the theory and, and the, the, what's actually happening, happening in your body when you do acupressure. And there's, uh, the, the, the body starts flowing uh, blood to that particular place to, to break up whatever it is that have a negative effect on your body and so on. And I was feeling inside my body how that really helped me. And, um, and then I also been, as I've been doing this ice swimming that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, 
that you can see more in the in the first TED talk video as well. I realized that our body is always so tensed. The muscles are really, really always struggling to to handle whatever stress levels we have. Uh, and uh, the acupressure helped me with with the tension in my body. So I stepped over to uh, identifying how I could do this in, in a larger scale and on my own. And the, the nail, the mat of nails is exactly that. Where do you even buy a mat of nails from? Yeah, you just Google for it online and you find <laughs> tons of different ones. Really? Yeah. I have one that is like, it's like hard plastic, real long nails. I think they're like two and a half centimeters long or something like that. And they're quite wide apart, so it really digs into the skin. And then there's these uh, more common ones that are more like really small mm. nubs or, or uh, sharp needles that, uh, that just are a few millimeters. So I definitely recommend the ones that have wider apart separation uh, because you will get, according to me, a greater effect from that. Did you, did you migrate to the one that's further apart? No, I started. I, I, I tend to always go crazy from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I gathered that from watching you talk about the ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's more fun this way. <laughs> yeah. So what was it that led you to do the, the ice swimming in the first place? What kind of, what made you say, like you say, like I watched you talk and it's, uh, you know, you live in Sweden. Most people through six months of the year uh, are wearing big ski jackets and, and warm clothing and, and you're deciding to swim 365 yeah. days of the year. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all started with uh, that. We wanted to get some, some nice exercise. And <laughs> then at one point it was like, okay, so how long can we do this? And I said, let's, let's do it to the 1st of November. And everybody was like, yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's pure stupidity. <laughs> uh, and after a while, when, when we got closer to November and then we actually passed the 1st of November and we realized, I think it was like the, the 18th of November or something like that. We realized that, okay, so the 1st of November already passed and we didn't even think about it. <laughs> because we've been focusing on, on making it happen more than focusing on the problem. Um, and, uh, and so we, me and my friend, we decided to just keep on going and see how far we could go. And it became more and more intense, of course. And we had to break up the different uh, so-called impossible parts into smaller pieces to make it possible. And step by step, we just, made it work uh and eventually we realized we don't need to stop we can go full circle all year round and just keep on going so we did that and and uh, we learned so much i mean that could be a full podcast show not just an episode <laughs> uh and uh, the things that we learned about our body and the different uh systems inside our body and like uh, how we react to stress levels and how we react to uh critical situations and and so on it's did really find, really interesting did you find yourself as you went went on more interested in, in 
the science of how your body was reacting and starting to research. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and also from, from like a, a level of being allowed to do it from, from my wife and so on <laughs> uh, to actually show that, okay, it's really not that dangerous as most people say. And then obviously the reply was, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so your, 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 uh, your research was founded out of a bit of necessity to, to get the permission ultimately. <laughs> yeah. And obviously I don't want to, I don't want to go and kill myself. I want exactly. to make sure that there's actually a chance to, to handle this situation. I wouldn't jump in front of a bullet because I, I think it's an interesting experiment. Mm -hmm. uh, I would analyze and see if that is something that I can handle. And I would probably realize that, yeah, I can jump in front of a bullet, but I better have a, uh, a body armor that actually can handle that particular bullet. And if I do that, will that act bullet possibly hit my arm and if so what effect would that have on my arm and is that uh, a risk that i'm willing to take again breaking up uh, the different pieces of information and try to see what i can do to handle it and what did you take from from that experience and and transfer into your into your everyday life that you perhaps weren't you weren't doing beforehand at uh, the the most important things that I took with me was to listen to my body mm -hmm. and to understand the language that my body was expressing itself in uh, and not be uh, in a situation where my body or my mind is lying to me. Mm -hmm. Because if I were to jump into ice cold water my mind would say to me that this is a dangerous situation. I will now take you out of this situation. Mm -hmm. And mine would tell my body to swim back to the shore or wherever, uh, like a ladder and, and jump up because it was dangerous. It was a shocking situation and it's better to stay away from it. So there's so many different layers again inside the body mm -hmm. that I learned about. And, and could see uh, for myself how they were operating and how they were interfering with each other. And again, of course, just uh, rehearsing the, the model of breaking up impossible tasks in, into smaller and smaller pieces to make it work. And, and, and do you think it helped strengthen your your own mind to, to identify, you know, when, when the, there is a reaction to something that says, Oh no, no, we can't, it's not going to work out. It's not going to happen. And you can, do you think you, you got stronger and better at actually getting past that point in your, in your own mind in, in normal everyday scenarios? Yeah, for sure. The, the most important thing is that I proved to myself that I could do it. And that is like the greatest thing that you can do for yourself to not listen what, to what the crowd say, mm -hmm. but listen to yourself. And if you believe you can do it, then prove to yourself that you can do it. Don't prove it to everyone else because their acceptance or their appreciation or, appreciation or whatever is not at all uh, as valuable as your own. 
to actually believe in yourself that you can do all these amazing things and then show to yourself that you, you can do it. That's so powerful. Yeah. And it will make you a stronger person. It will make you so much more secure in, in other situations where your mind will break that situation up and relate it to that previous situation. It's so true. I think, um, I was, I, I love the Arnold Schwarzenegger quote. He said, uh, I think he said, uh, when people say it's impossible, it can't be done. No one's ever done it before. He said, that's great. Cause it means I'm going to be the first person to ever do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great mindset to have. Yeah. And is it, have you got any, um, any kind of, I don't know, little mental exercises, you know, for a lot of people, I, th I think it's, 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 it sounds great. Okay. I, I, I just go on and do, but any, is, have you found anything that you can use on a daily basis just to remind yourself to try that little thing and, and focus on the, on something you do, you can do? Yeah. So there's one thing that I uh, encourage everyone. And that is when you go to bed every night, say out loud what new things you have learned and what achievements you have had. And in the beginning, it might find, uh, you might find it a little bit silly and your partner might find it a little bit silly, but mm. you will actually see how powerful it is because you go to bed with a positive mindset with all the things you have done and you will fall asleep smiling. And that, that designs your sleep pattern mm -hmm. and your uh, dream pattern as well. It defines how your, uh, your resting period will be. And then as you wake up, you'll already be fine-tuned into adding to that list. Mm -hmm. Because you know that and when I go to bed, I have to have a number of things that I have done for me, not mm -hmm. for anyone else. Because in life, it's so easy to fall into that pattern that we just repeat whatever it is. Okay, so it's Monday. Then I always go to that restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a coffee break at this particular time. I take the bus number 64 and then I leave the bus and it's this TV show. And yeah, you, you get the point. Mm -hmm. Try to break that pattern. Don't take the same bus, walk home, take another path, meet someone else, do something different, like break the pattern. It helps. I think great advice because I think time flies so quickly because we fall into autopilot routines. Like yeah. You do, the, like you just said, you do the same thing. You watch the same TV show, you, whatever it is, you do the same thing every day, every week. And before you know it, it's, oh, it's Wednesday again. It's Wednesday. Yeah, again. exactly. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, before you know it, three months have gone by and you've watched 12 episodes of a show and you think, bloody hell, where did my life go? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's... it's it's, it's, it's not easy though, is it to break those, to break those, those habits, um, particularly when they've been ingrained for quite some time. Yeah, for sure. But, um, by practicing, it's mm -hmm. easy to break habits. It's just the situation where we, uh, uh, where we say it's not easy. It's because we don't make it easy. Yes. We just accept that it's not easy. But if you start, you will see that it's easy to take the first step and then you just move on, take the second step and, and on and on you go. Mm -hmm. But you need to, you need to focus on, on breaking patterns because it's, 
in many situations, it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's, it's, it's about replacing, isn't it? Because um, if you try and stop doing something and leave a void, I think that becomes more challenging. If you're, if you're always doing something at a certain time, there's normally some kind of stimulus and, and response and your response is that habit. If you can change the response to whatever that stimulus might be, maybe it's boredom at three o'clock in the afternoon when you're at work or whatever it is. And rather yeah. than going and eating something, go for a, a walk around the office or, or do something else that might be more positive. Yeah. Um, you've got to fill that void is something I found because otherwise yeah. the brain will go, <laughs> you know, like you say, how powerful the subconscious is. It will take over and it will get, it's going to end before you know it, you'll be doing the old habit again. Yeah. Definitely. Any, um, any other advice for people that maybe you know, you, they want to do, they, they, they want to do something. They really, they, I think a lot of people would like to do something different. And I'd imagine from, you know, off the back of everything that's gone on with uh, the COVID situation that there's probably a lot of people out there thinking about wanting to do something different. They change their life, sick of the commute, all of these things that, you know, were habits uh, that got interrupted automatically, but are scared or, or worried about taking that leap. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for many people to do something different means that they need to break the pattern, which is, uh, and that is challenging and it's time consuming and it will consume a lot of energy in, in the first stage because you don't see the positive uh, effect that it will have directly. Mm -hmm. And, and the mind is, is, super lazy remember that the mind will always try to choose the shortcuts um, and what I suggest is to again start with with the baby steps mm -hmm. don't don't make these really big changes because that if that have a negative effect your mind will use that against you like yeah you know what happened that last time when you tried to change I told you so. Mm -hmm. And it's telling you like, yeah, don't, don't try to change because it's going to hurt so much like it did that last time. Instead, try to make tiny changes mm -hmm. and you'll see that you'll start to feel better and better about it. And then you, you boost yourself to dare to take larger, uh, larger decisions about your life. Yeah, I think... Um... We're, we can all be quite guilty of trying to do too much too soon, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight and start running every single day, having never run for, <laughs> for the yeah, last exactly. 10 years. Yeah, it's exactly. not going to happen. I mean, how many days are you going to feel like you, that's going to last for? It's probably yeah. three or four and it will start, you start yeah. not getting up. So yeah. Um, or like when I started to write the, the last book it's like, okay, so I want to write this book. Uh, how much time should I put into it? Yeah, I should write like, one page every day and at least one chapter per week. That means that I need to write some days. I need to write uh, a couple more pages probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. That won't happen because <laughs> uh, life happens. Uh, and also inspiration comes and goes. Mm -hmm. So when I got stuck in a particular place in the book, instead of focusing on that, I started to focus on something totally different. Like, for example, what should the back of the book say? Mm -hmm. or what image should I have? Uh, as an opening image in the book or how what if I have literally no inspiration what what books in the bookstore attracts my eye mm -hmm. I just 
take a walk and, and do something else. Yeah. And, and as I walk into the bookstore, I, I did a simple test with myself. Like, okay, so I have half a second, which books did I actually pick out? Mm-hmm. All these things like, okay, so purple is a nice color. Is it really, is it easy to read or is it just that it sticks out because all the other books in that corner was white or something like that. Mm-hmm. Always try to, to do what, what's easy. And eventually when you have the, the personal empowerment and the, the believing yourself, you're ready to do all those difficult tasks as well. As well. I, think we, I think we're all very good at imagining things to be far more difficult and far more complicated than they probably are most of the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you talk to people... Build you... everything into our, up in our own heads, can't we? So, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll never be able to do it. And you just got to try. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, as a, as a younger version of myself, I tried all the time. I tried when I tried to learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have been trying throughout our lives and eventually we learned that trying is, is not always rewarding. Trying could be really challenging and, and taking a lot of energy from us. And that energy I could save for later if there's a lion running in and that might eat me, but that's not the situation any longer, but our mind is fine tuned to always conserve energy and try to like save it for later because you don't know what's going to happen. But today sort of, we always tend to have an idea what will happen. And maybe there's a panic or there's a, a really crazy situations a couple of times per year, not per day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I always like to try and think about, you know, can you, if you think yourself back to a year ago today, can you remember anything about that day whatsoever? Probably not. Yeah, and, exactly. And there was probably on something that day that you yeah. thought was important. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, exactly. And, and, it, and it's clearly not. Most things are nowhere near as important as we build them up to be in our own heads. Yeah, exactly. And uh, if we can keep, if we can remind ourselves of that and, and focus on the stuff that, you know, might be a bit more important um, and have fun is, I think, yep. probably the, the biggest thing of all. We, don't take don't take it all too seriously is the thing yeah, i've learned in my life because you're going to die either way you can you can be serious about it or you can you can have a laugh about it and yeah um try and make the the most of every situation yeah for sure i fully agree with you and also uh, i did uh, in one of the chapters in the book i did uh, a calculation of how much time we have have to play with mm-hmm like if you if you remove all the time you're in office and you remove all the time that you do shorts that you have to do and you remove all the commuting time and everything mm-hmm. and then you try to cut out the piece that is your very own time that no one else there to take or can take from you it's not many minutes per day no and if you spend those minutes just scrolling through facebook then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and that's why that's why again another reason why we find our days slip by so quickly. I think yeah. is uh, if you're not using, not conscious of that time, and also I think I like that that image that you just painted really of the, of 
you know, you're funneling your time down. And one of the challenges can be to how do you increase that portion of the day that does belong to you? Um, yeah, exactly. It be a positive game for people to play. Yeah. Um, any other tips and advice you want to give to anybody who's wants to achieve more than than they than they are now and for whatever reason yeah sales back there's one big but sorry about this but my book (laughs) 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 no but but seriously the book is a result of me trying to to solve all these life riddles and and handling all these really difficult situations so every chapter is one tool to handle a particular situation or a particular type of situation. Um, but also to, uh, to understand more about yourselves and where you're heading. To, to break one out of the book, I would say that you also need to understand more about what, what you want to spend your time on. Mm-hmm. Like there will be people in your life that don't give you energy yeah takes energy from you consider those people if they are actually allowed to take that energy away from you if they don't bring new energy to the table sort of mm-hmm. is it worth it again if if you think of those uh the calculation of the day and and how many minutes you have to play with as your own time if you just had a conversation with this uh, energy thief so yeah. then maybe you don't have the energy to make the most out of that, that minute or those few minutes that is your very own. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's an important, it's an important point. I think, um, you know, you've got to surround yourself with as many positive people as you possibly can. People that are trying to strive and, and support each other in, in trying to, to achieve more and move forwards and live a happy life. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of people do end up surrounded by, by people that hold them back whether, and they're not necessarily ill-meaning people. It's, um, it's just the, Oh, it will never work kind of attitude. Why, why would you want to do something so silly? Blah, blah, blah. All of these little things that, that ultimately kill dreams. And uh, you want to try and find the people that are going to help you, build the dreams rather than rather than knock them down because you know unfortunately when you if you do achieve something a lot of other people want to achieve stuff too and for whatever reason of of not you know broken through that pain barrier themselves and they don't want to see you <laughs> they don't want to yeah. they don't want to see the reflection back um, of yeah. the things that they they haven't been able to achieve so it's hugely important to have the right people around you yeah, but one one interesting experiment would be to make use of this uh, situation that all of us have been in and that we sort of are in one way or another still uh, and talk to your friends mm-hmm. and say like, don't you guys feel that we should get more out of life? And I think that most people would say yes. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so if we encourage each other as a, as a group of friends and support each other, mm. then probably we can get more, more out of life. So instead of us looking at the, the different risks or problems in whatever bucket list we might have, let's, let's play with this as an experiment together 
and say, okay, everybody bring their bucket list to the next uh, uh, lunch or dinner and let's go through it and see how we can support each other to, to reach those dreams. I think you will see amazing results. Mm-hmm. I love because that. they're still your friends and, and we tend to want to stay with our friends. And as time go by, all our lives change. But if you tell your friends about the possibilities that you want to enable through your life, then I think that most of your friends will support you if you are open and honest with what you need. Many of your friends will probably, if they don't understand the concept of this and you haven't told them, they will probably try to protect you. And they think that the protection is to keep you away from risks and danger. But if you're open with it from the beginning and like, yeah, I want to, I want to really make this happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm prepared for the risk. What do you think? What do you think I should do to make it happen? Not what risks do you see? Instead, try to turn it around and like, yeah, I want your support to make this happen. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great piece of advice and um, probably a good place to, to wrap it up for this one. Yeah. Um, it's a great positive end and, and uh, hopefully more people do that. Um, where, let's remind everybody where uh, people can find you and also about the book. Yeah. So if you go to carlillrud.com, K-A-R-L-L-I-L-L-R-U-D.com, that's where you can reach out to me and you also find the details about uh, all the books that I've written. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And also if you're in a situation where you want to, really challenge where your business is right now and try to find clients in new ways and uh, and understand the possibilities that that lies in front of you using online methods and so on then feel free to reach out to me definitely and the book yeah and the book uh, is named hacking your destiny it will be available in um, probably most of the online platforms but the easiest way right now to find it is to go to my website and there's a link to the source where you can find it perfect yeah great stuff well it's been really good to talk to you